for the week of February 28th, 2021. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a jash. Oh, it's me. <laughs> you love it. Hey, and it's it's cool too. We're we're in right before uh, the the 29th. What a what a what a week we're about to have. The tw- is there a 29th this month? I don't even know. Of course there is. Are you, are you some kind of a what are you some kind of jackass? You don't even know what the what the day of the week is. I don't know, man. I'm looking at a calendar right now. There ain't no 29th. So oh, here we go. My bad. Uh, I guess I'm the jackass. <laughs> and uh, here's the news. Uh, don't count on us for uh, you know calendar related things. Here's the news. All right. So uh, we're recording this on Friday. This is hot off the presses. Uh, they just had a big Pokemon Direct, Josh. Yeah. And, and I know how you just gotta catch them all. Um, Always. Always. This looked this looked pretty cool though. Um, there's a new title uh, called Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus. I don't know. Let's call it Arceus. Uh, and this looks like a big open world Zelda Breath of the Wild style Pokemon yep. game. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, According to this, uh, the the game isn't just like a gotta catch them all kind of thing. Uh, players can now ride their Pokemon, fly their Pokemon, or run with their Pokemon. Um, and you can just roam all over the countryside. It also takes place in feudal Japan, which is uh, which is pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, so it's it's got that open world thing, like I mentioned. Um, so uh, based on the trailer, Arceus, Legends Arceus, excuse me, looks like it could be a nice peaceful adventure uh, while still providing the, you know, uh, you, you can throw your Pokemon Pokeballs at Pokemon and try to catch them. I don't know. Check out the trailer if you haven't. It's 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 it literally looks like Pokemon set in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, um, you yeah you you made the uh, comparison that it looks a little bit like Breath of the Wild. I actually think it looks like the direct opposite of Monster Hunter because instead of like yeah. tackling and killing and using these these monsters for their hide and their horns and collecting them, you're you're kind of doing the exact opposite. And it's a peaceful like uh, collection, just journey, open world. I don't know. It looked cool. I was pretty yeah. excited. Uh, this is like the freshest take on Pokemon I've seen in a while, honestly. Um, cause it seems like all the standard mainline Pokemon games, you know, to me, I'm like, okay, you're just in a different region. Uh, maybe yep. you get to, maybe you get to ride a fucking bike, you know? <laughs> right. Right. That, <laughs> you that, that us, that, you're, you're, you're right on the head there, dude. Um, just think of this year, what's going to happen in the next 12 months. I mean, between this new game and then Pokemon snap coming out this summer, yeah. dude, we are, we are, I mean, if I was a Pokemaniac, I'd be extremely excited but just because I'm a gamer, I'm actually kind of excited. This is neat. Yeah. Uh, the other thing they announced is uh, they're making, they're putting out remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, which were originally released in 2007 on the DS. Yep. Um, so they're getting a makeover, obviously, coming to Switch. Uh, they'll be coming later this year. They are considered faithful remakes of the original games. And the most obvious change is the visual overhaul, um, but the core elements will remain. So, yeah, like I said, coming out later this year. Neat. 
Um, and then they also showed uh, showed a bit more of uh, Pokemon Snap, which is coming soon. Um, and I know both you and I are kind of excited about that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for that one. The the Nintendo's greatest rail shooter ever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's it for Pokemon. Moving right along, we're going to talk a bit about Sony. Um, Sony had um, what they call their state of play yesterday. Uh, a little like it wasn't it. It didn't live up to my expectations, and maybe that's my fault. I was hoping for like a big game announcement here or there, and they they did announce like at least one game that looked pretty neat. But I was looking for something like you know, give me a blockbuster game announcement, right? Did yeah. not did not quite get that. However, um, the thing that people seem to be most excited about is that uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to PlayStation 5 on June 10th, and it will be called Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Integrade? Great. So it's visually enhanced. It's got all the extra features you'd expect for the PS5, so super short loading times. They were... They were showing that off, like getting from the menu screen in screen into the game took like two seconds. It was nuts. Nice. But also, uh, there's going to be a brand new episode featuring Yuffie as the main Ooh. character and uh, numerous gameplay additions for players to enjoy. So uh, according to their press release, it says experience the city of Midgar like never before with improved textures, lighting, atmospheric fog. Uh, switch between, of course, graphics mode and performance mode, like most PS5 games have this, these days, um, and uh, and and uh, fully customizable photo mode if you're into that business. Um, improved uh, 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 features uh, featuring the uh, DualSense controller with its haptic feedback integration. But I think, like, there's nothing that I, I really like this game. You know, when it came out last year, it was one of my yep. favorite games of the year. Um, I, I'm not the kind of guy who has the time or the patience to play through games twice these days. So, sure. but, but the extra episode will probably make me boot this up again. So the deal is if you have the PS4 game, uh, you can pop it in and get this upgrade and extra episode for free, which is shocking, uh, considering, is super it, cool. considering it's coming from Square Enix and they like to charge for everything. Right. So you, you'd mentioned a new episode. Is that now they're they're talking about this Final Fantasy VII remake being kind of a episodic releases anyway. Yeah. And the first game that we got last year was like the first disc of the three disc set on the PlayStation. So is this new episode yeah. like disc two or no. is it something? No, okay, just I, something smaller. I, yeah, I think this is like a side story, side mission kind of thing. Um, and that's cool. I'll check it out. Um, so uh, the other thing they announced just today was um, next month, March, uh, the PS Plus games will include Final Fantasy VII Remake. However, they did make sure to uh, clarify that if you, if the only way you own Final Fantasy VII Remake is through PS Plus, you will not get the upgrade for free. Bastards. So that's, that's, that's some shit. Yeah, that's okay, and, and I'm actually happy because I've only ever played the demo. I, I waited to see if I could get a, a good deal on the uh, you know remake, and so now I uh, you know starting tomorrow I can get it for free. Right on. Give it a shot. All right, and then this final bit of news. I put this out there because I thought we'd get a good laugh out of it. Um, <clears throat> Konami, everybody's favorite publisher these days, uh, is capitalizing on the Frogger brand and. Uh, 
they're they're creating a new reality competition series for Peacock, which is NBC Universal streaming service. So uh, the classic arcade game will be adapted into the TV show Frogger, described as a fierce <laughs> and ridiculously fun competition in which contestants compete in 12 themed obstacle courses. And yes, that includes dodging treacherous traffic. According to the press release, uh, Frogger contestants will also have to leap over snapping gators and hop over hungry hippos to conquer the course. So this sounds like, you know, Wipeout or MXC, you know, like one of those games to me. Nice. Um, That's hilarious. Or, uh, you know, maybe like American Ninja Warrior or something. Um, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So uh, Peacock pitches this new game show as a wild, whimsical Frogger world. Uh, It is being produced by Eureka Productions, which also put out a show called Holy Moly. I've never heard of it. And Netflix is... Is that the one where you jump through the holes? Where the things, (laughs) the wall is coming at you with the hole and you make yourself shaped into the hole and you go through it? Sure. Uh, Yeah, yeah, maybe. I have no freaking clue. Uh, They also produced Netflix's Dating Around. Um, And... uh, uh, they are creating 13 one-hour-long episodes. That seems like a long time to watch people jump yeah. on uh, fake alligators and dodge traffic. Yeah, I guess if I were going to do that, I'd go for like the 22 to half an hour, you know, 22 minutes to half an hour long. That's that's, that's a long uh, hour consumption there to be kind of stupid for an hour. I don't know. Yeah. Sure as hell, man. All right, my friend, that is it for our news. Well, hold, 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 hold on. You can't, oh. end the, you can't end the news like that. All right, what, what do we got? The biggest news of the week. It's your three favorite words. You ready for this? Uh, Josh loves me. Digital fart ownership. How could you have forgotten? <laughs> That's How right. could you have left out digital fart <laughs> ownership? That's right. Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you take the reins on this. I'll look up the uh, I'll look up the, the, the specifics. The, the specifics. You you give give everybody the background here. All right, so a, a while back we talked about paprium. I know the pap schmear, paprium HD, whatever John had called it. Preparation H, I think is what he called yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like something you'd wipe on hemorrhoids. <laughs> yes, and it works. It works great. Uh, my hemorrhoids are in remission, so I'm happy. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the game is actually pretty awesome. Unfortunately, though, uh, they were taking pre-orders for it back in like 2013, 2014, I think. I think I believe I paid 2014 because I've actually moved. I purchased a house. I've refamilyed myself. Like. I'm in a whole different state of life uh, since, since I was eight years ago and when I finally, uh, now that it, the game's actually come out. However, Fonzie, and, 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 or Fozzie or Fonzie or whatever his name is, he's in a, in a little bit of uh, trouble because uh, company PayPal has seized all of his money and assets because of people complaining and people wanting refunds and um, him basically taking an entire eight years to get a game out when he promised it. I believe initially it was 2015 and then it was delayed to 2016 and now it's... Finally out in 2020, but um, a lot of people that requested refunds weren't getting them. People that wanted, that weren't getting their games in the mail had said, like for myself, actually, I remember in, uh, it was October, maybe it was September, I got an email saying, hey, your game's on the way. And I was like, what game are you talking about? And I looked it up and it's like, (laughs) holy shit, Paprium's on its way. Like I had thought that was just gone. It was vaporware. It was never going to see the light of day. Um, but that literally took, I think, six to eight weeks to even get to me. It was supposedly shipped within the United States. So shocked yeah. that I even got a copy. It's, it is a good game. It's really cool. I'm happy that I got a copy of it. But um, 
yeah. So apparently a lot of other people have not been so lucky. People are still waiting. Um, people that did the Kickstarter, people that did, you know, the pre-orders and stuff like that, still waiting. And I feel for them. And now, apparently all this shit that's going on, uh, they're selling off their assets and they're looking to get out of it. He just wants to bail on everybody. So I don't know what exactly the deep, the strong details are, but it's it's there's some drama going on in the yeah. world. Yeah. Mega Drive slash Sega Genesis. So this uh, this press release is spectacular. Or his, <laughs> or, or his uh, he is hilarious. Or his he statement, is, I guess. His statements uh, is just trolling the entire fucking retro universe. It's great. So I'm gonna read I'm gonna read here a bit. It says uh, since the announcement and release of Paprium, we have been under relentless attacks from a few individuals who work day and night to have us fail. This has a name: hate, envy, stupidity. Unfortunately, combined with the cowardice or opportunity of the biggest internet actors, their actions managed to get our funds once again seized, making Paprium the biggest game ever developed, manufactured, and distributed for free. We have continuously, over the last 12 years, manufactured and delivered, always exceeding expectations. Really? Uh, We defined and shaped our own market with quality and, although retro, innovative products. Uh, many unmatched even a decade later. Each of our games released are new milestones in the retro game industry. However, here we go. Here's where we get awesome. Uh, However, with the rise of management by bots, political correctness, quantum computing fabrication, design over function and digital fart ownership, combined with the recent taste for mediocrity from various worldwide monopolistic internet actors such as PayPal, Amazon, and Google, it seems harder, if not impossible, for companies of our size to get paid for our work. Uh, First, we ask each of our customers to keep cool, be bold, and hold your options tight until further instruction. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it, 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 it goes on, but... Um, I've encountered, so Dad, this, I, I've never heard, I've never heard of this guy before, or really, I, I, I wasn't familiar with this company at all until you mentioned Paprium. Um, but I've seen statements like this on the internet before, uh, yeah. and, and wink, wink, I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, this guy seems like he may have some issues. Yeah, so. yeah, he's got similarities to some uh, crazy Turbo Titans of legend, let's just say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, anyway. it's weird. It's weird because Pure Solar, and I believe they did a Rabian, oh, I can't remember the name of it before that, but Pure Solar and uh, Paprium, both good games, but, man, um, egos and just uh, shady business deals has totally, totally lambasted this this company into becoming something really special, which is sad. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving on to new releases. All right. And this is where our new releases would have been, but we had a technical glitch. So I'm recording these on my own without Josh because boy, oh boy, you guys need to know what's coming out this week, right? So uh, first up, we've got Harvest Moon One World for the Switch. We've got Maquette for PS5, PS4, and PC. We've got Neptunia Virtual All-Stars for the PS4. Uh, We've got my pick of the week, which is uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is finally coming out for PS5, even though it's already out for Xbox and uh, PS4. But uh, this is their upgraded version, so I'll be picking this sucker up. Excited about that. We've got Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 for PC. 
Uh, R Nosurge DX for PS4, Switch, and PC. No idea what that is or how to pronounce it like this one. CL Nosurge DX for PS4, Switch, and PC. Uh, we've got Loop Hero for PC. Uh, sea of Solitude Director's Cut for Switch. And finally, Two Point Hospital Jumbo Edition, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And now, back to your regularly scheduled Mojo Weekly. All right, man, that is it for our new releases. It is time for our game spotlight. And Josh, we are in an exciting time. Tell me more about this exciting time. It is Intergalactic Schmappreciation Month 2021. We have been uh, we have been celebrating this for maybe, I don't know, 15 years now. Um, Schmappreciation Month was first suggested by uh, MC Wilson, otherwise known as Niche Hazer, uh, in our forums and uh, Discord. And uh, basically, we take the month of March to... Uh, to celebrate the shmup genre, the shoot 'em up genre, the STG genre, the space shooter, whatever you want to call it. So, in that, we encourage our listeners and our community members to play as many shooters as possible, discuss them on Discord and in the forums. And then every week, our uh, community member, Dale, uh, also known as Gruel, uh, he selects a game a week for us to have some sort of score challenge um or other challenge so this week josh my friend we are going to be talking about ketsui destiny for the ps4 apparently it's pronounced destiny even if it is spelled destiny they (laughs) say destiny and you sound like a noob if you don't just say destiny i hey you told me to look up things on it i looked up a little bit on it it seems it seems uh really cool but it's just it's, it's destiny it's a silly name. It's a silly name either way. If they want it, if they want it pronounced Destiny, uh, they should spell it Destiny. So, uh, so anyway, uh, this is a this is a cave developed shooter uh, that first came out several years ago, um, and then M2 because M2 kicks everybody's ass um, mm. has created this little subdivision of uh, their company called M2 Shot Triggers, um, and they've put out. Uh, that not only Ketsui, they've also put out uh, an update to Battle Garega and Dangun Feveron. So nice. that's that's pretty freaking great. Um, these guys rock. You know, they 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 were behind the Turbo Graphics Mini, the Sega Genesis Mini. Um, you know, when when you want something done right, when you want games uh, converted correctly, you go to M2. So anyway, nice. little little bit about Ketsui. Came out in 2003. Uh, it's a kind of a gritty military-themed shooter, right? Um, so it's not really so much a space shooter as it is like you're driving around in what looks like a souped-up uh, helicopter, and um, and you're fighting against military-type uh, enemies, big uh, big airships and tanks and all sorts of shit like that. So one <clears throat> of the cool things is that uh, you get these score chips that you can collect, and the score chips increase in value the closer you get to the enemies. So yep. um, this is like a it's like a technique in shmups called grazing, basically, right? So you've got your you've got your um, your Christ, what the hell is it called? Your 
<laughs> your hitbox. There it is, man. I'm all over. So you got your hitbox in the middle of your ship, so you can get as close to your enemy ships as you can without touching your hitbox. And uh, the closer you get, the higher your score chips will be valued. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so what's great about this version uh, specifically of Ketsui, uh, Destiny, Destiny, whatever you want to call it, um, is uh, they've got a bunch of different modes, right? So you've got arcade mode, super easy arcade mode, destiny mode, <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, like a custom mode. Um, there's also arcade challenges, etc. So super easy is what you'd expect. It's it's just uh, much more forgiving bullet patterns and uh, auto bombing. So when you're about to get get uh, smoked, it'll auto bomb for you. Um, and there's the original arcade version, which is exactly what it sounds like then you've got your uh destiny mode um and this one's kind of cool so instead of bombs you have your new and see they're going to keep doing this to me death troy <laughs> system God. uh where basically uh you can hit a button and you get like everybody just gets smoked on the screen and you get super powerful um and you collect different colored chips it's kind of neat uh, but there's a meter yes. at the bottom of the screen that controls that. And then there's custom, which is a mode where you can tweak aspects of the game to your own liking. You can make your hitbox smaller. Um, you can acquire extra lives more often. You can start the game from a second loop because, of course, there's another loop after you finish the game. Mm-hmm. Um, or always, uh, or, or the enemies always return fire, so suicide bullets. You can all sorts of tweaks like that. Um, and then there's also a special rare custom version uh, of Ketsui, uh, called IKD 2000 special. That was, so this was only available at a special event that cave held in 2007. Uh, this is, this is, uh, you need to purchase this via DLC. Um, and it's just a, it's just a tweaked version of the game by the director, uh, of the game. Um, and then there are, uh, practice modes, which are arcade challenge, uh, where you can take on, uh, different challenges and then, uh, bonds of growth, so every time you are you die in arcade mode, the position you died at is saved automatically as a bond fragment. So this is almost like a like a fucking roguelike kind of thing. You lose all your shit and you have to get back to get it back, right? Um, mm. So anyway, uh, there's soundtracks available uh, on the DLC version. Um, so uh, an arcade soundtrack, stereo range, Daisuke Matsumoto range, a bunch of a bunch of different uh, versions. So anyway. This is an awesome game. Uh, how do you feel typically about cave shooters, Josh? I do enjoy cave shooters. Um, I think they're awesome. They kind of set a benchmark on when a time when, like in the 80s and 90s, when shoot 'em ups or shooters were like king shit. Um, moving on to like the early 2000s, um, cave kind of just continued onward, and they put out some of the best games in the arcades. And then when they got brought out on the Dreamcast or the Xbox 360, because 360 held a lot of, like, really great cave shooters back in yeah, the day. Yeah, weird, right? That was so weird that they did, too. I think Microsoft was really trying to reach out to the Japanese market to say, like, hey, we're here, too, and literally no one gave a shit, which is really yeah. sad because a lot of great shoot 'em ups came out on the 360. But, yeah, like, during a time when, like, shooters were just kind of going, you know, to the wayside of, like, a past genre of gaming that people didn't really care too much about, um, Cave continued on, and they brought out some of the best games. Um, and I can't think of a whole lot off the top of my head. Most of them are hard to pronounce for yeah. me. Um, but but yeah, I love a lot of them. They're they're great stuff. 
Well, you've got games like uh, Dodonpachi and Escaluda and Mushihima-sama, Futari, and all that stuff. Um, and Cave still exists in a very bare-bones uh, form, you know? Uh, yep. they're, they're not putting out games like they were in the 360 era. Um, but you can still, you know, pick up some of their games on uh, mobile uh, and, and things like that. But, you know, uh, so anyway, Ketsui, uh, this game... K-E-T-S-U-I is the game we are playing for um, for the first week of Shm Appreciation Month. So if you want to get in on this, uh, you just need to download the game. It, it costs 35 bucks, so there is a barrier to entry there. But it is fucking great. Like, these games uh, that M2 has been converting um, and bringing back uh, for uh, modern consoles, they're super well done. So many features. Uh, so many nice touches. The 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 um, the graphics on the either side of the screen, with all the little details that they add, are just amazing. So I, I really really encourage everybody to check this out. Um, and then uh, each of the uh, DLC packs that you can get are like eight bucks. Those you can take or leave, but I pick them up just to yep. kind of su- support this kind of thing because I I want to see more of it. Um, so anyway, our challenge for the first week of Shm Appreciation Month is to play Ketsui in uh, Destiny mode and, uh, and, and it's basically a simple one credit score chase. How many, how many points can you score uh, before you get a game over screen? That's it. And then uh, Dale is going to be managing the uh, Shm Appreciation Month uh, thread on our forums at mojomenace.com slash forums or in our chat room, you can also talk about it in our chat room, and he'll be compiling the score, uh, the leaderboard. Um, so uh, I, I'm not sure how much participation we're going to get this year because, or this week, because again, the barrier of entry is, you know, it's 35 bucks, and people are going to be like, well, I'm going to spend 35 bucks on this fucking game that I'm going to play for a week and just try to get a high score. But you know, if you feel like it, uh, give it a go. I'll be playing. Dale will be playing. We'll have a few people on the forums plan, so come and uh, sure. and and even if you don't want to play this challenge, just come on, uh, come in our Discord or on the forums and just talk about your favorite shmups. This is a month to celebrate the genre that we take out every year, just because it's it's almost a forgotten genre these days. It it is it, it is um, yeah. Unless you're like Treasure or or uh, you know Konami with like Gradius classics and stuff like that, people kind of do forget about. Some of the really really hot shoot 'em ups from from yesteryear, but yeah. Okay, so one cave game that I did really love, and it was on the 360. That I'm sorry to jump in with this was Death Smiles. Yes. Um, Death Smiles one and two. Oh man, those were both yep. great games. Um, and that was where the um, the uh, side scrolling style rather than the um, yeah vertical vertical shooters. So yeah, I, yeah, good stuff. Cool. They also cool, had man. they it's also great. had Moochie Moochie Pork, which was awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. All right, so that's going to lead me to the last question, Josh. Oh, Lord. All right, so all month, Josh, I'm going to be asking you uh, shmup-related questions. This first one is going to be just pretty simple. What is your favorite shmup shoot 'em up of all time? Um, Lords of Thunder on the PC Engine Super CD. <laughs> I knew the answer. Lords of I, I knew that was coming, but uh, tell tell the listeners what makes it so great. Oh gosh. Um, well, I think it's a it's a few things. It's got a lot going for it that makes it different than any random shoot 'em up. Uh, like Gate of Thunder, I love Gate of Thunder, but it really feels like kind of 
every other shoot 'em up that came out around that time. It feels a little bit Gradius. It feels a little Thunder Force. Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful game. It's got better soundtrack than anything that had ever come out prior to it and maybe even post it. Um, but, but man, um, it's beautiful. Lords of Thunder, it brought in a whole new concept to the, to the shoot 'em up style. It had melee attacks. I mean, shit, if it weren't for Lords of Thunder, I don't think you would have ever gotten Radiant Silver Gun the way it was, or maybe even Ikaruga or something like that. Um, because like when, when enemies get too close to you, you take your sword out and you attack them like that. Um, that I'd never seen that prior to Lords of Thunder, maybe Airzonk too. Um, but it also gave you a power bar. Um, so it wasn't a one hit kill. Uh, when I was a kid, um, shoot 'em ups were a little intimidating with that because especially when you would respawn or start to level over after getting one hit, Lords of Thunder gave you a power bar. And it was kind of cool because you were able to take a little bit of damage and see more of the level and then really start to get good at it. Um, still, Balls is a Walls difficult game. Very, very fun. Um, but it's a good challenge. And the music, fucking just amazing butt rock slash metal uh, through the entire thing. Great guitar solos. Um, if you know the Turbo Graphics or PC Engine, it's it's hard to find games with tons of parallax scrolling, and this game had tons of parallax scrolling. It looked gorgeous. It sounded gorgeous. It played fun. I don't think there's anything better. I don't think there's yeah. ever, ever been anything before it better or since it. I, I love that game. Uh, it's probably, I don't know if it's my favorite game on the Turbo uh, but it's 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 probably the best in my opinion. It's the one that right. I always it's the one that I always go back to. It's like it's like the sh- the system showcase for me when I want to show somebody why the Turbo Graphics was so cool. Um, that's like the first game I bust out. You can get it on the Turbo Graphics Mini as well. So um, my answer is uh, Radiant Silver Gun. Oh. Um, because uh, because you know you you mentioned um, that. Um, Lords of Thunder is a bit of a precursor to it. And I, I think you're right about Radiant Silver Gun, specifically the Saturn version, mm-hmm. is um, that all six face buttons are necessary and uh, are used and are necessary because they're different attacks uh, for different situations. And the more you learn in that game, uh, the more you play through it and experience it, the more you figure out which, ex- you know, which um, which situations to use those weapons. Um, you level up in the Saturn version, um, and, and gain strength and gain abilities. Um, there's a story that's going constantly. Uh, mm-hmm. so it, it was the first shoot 'em up to me that felt like, like an adventure almost, you know, like, yeah. like, like I, like I was experiencing this story because there's constant dialogue going on in the background and, things happening and they're like li- these little cut scenes and stuff um there's this incredibly cinematic uh soundtrack um that makes you feel like you're taking on something epic in scope uh i love radiant silver gun i think that it's a better game than ikaruga and mm. i wish and i wish that they would that treasure would show radiant silver gun the same love and respect that they show Ikaruga over the years, right? You can get Ikaruga on a number of different consoles. Uh, yep. You can get Radiant Silver Gun on, like, two, you know? Um, right, which one of them was the 360, again. Yeah, boom. yeah, yep, exactly. So, um, anyway, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, please join us throughout Shmup Appreciation Month. You know what? If you want to write in about Shmups, uh, right into mailbag at mojomenace.com. If you just want to tell us about your favorite shmups, you can do that there. And uh, we'll read your stuff on the air. Otherwise, uh, you can find all our nonsense, mojomenace.com, where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. In the top right of the forums is the link to our Discord chat. 
Uh, you don't have to be a member of the forums to get there. Just go to modromenace.com slash forums and click that link for the Discord link. Uh, and we're always chatting about stuff. Uh, we're arguing about, uh, this week we're arguing about the best Zelda, Mario, and Metroid games. And boy, what a fiery uh, conversation we've had thus far. Um, go to youtube.com slash mojomenace where you can find all sorts of video content. Um, and then on all the social medias, you can find us at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? Well, if they'd like to talk more shoot 'em ups with me, you can always find me on the Twitterverse at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore, as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. Oh, and you can buy a t shirt that says that on there, by the way. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what? Really? Oh. Uh, I still think you bought, you're the one who bought the shirts. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely did not. I, I may have purchased uh, digital fart ownership, though. That 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 that's me. I did one of them. We sold two of those. <laughs> that's spectacular. That's spectacular. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Later's.